Welcome to the Mini Break Podcast, your daily roundup of the biggest storylines, results, and controversies from the tennis world. Today is Friday, May 10th, and I am your host, Max Rothman. And I am doing this pod solo tonight because Gruskin is a little bitch uh, and decided he was too tired to do this with me. Uh, so, you know, sadly, I, I will have to do this solo. Uh, we, we both did some interviews today uh, that should be coming out in the, the coming week. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for that. You know, all, all of our podcast streams, of course, we, you know, advertise these and promote these all the time, but it's because we love them and we want you all to listen to to the rest of our team. So make sure to check out the Cracked Interviews, the Great Shot podcast, this one, of course, the mini break and, and the What the Deuce podcast. Uh, you know, check out the website. We've got articles and, you know, we've, we've also got some merch. If you want to buy some of our merch, I, I can promise you it's, it's comfortable. Uh, I, des- I designed it and chose the fabrics and the, the hats are great. So uh, give that a, give that a look too. Uh, but before I get into today's discussion, you know, Madrid is obviously well underway and uh, definitely have some juicy results to talk about. Got to just bring up, you know, David Ferrer, you know, guy retires uh, after an unbelievable career and you know, really great way to go off losing to Zverev. I mean, Ferrer, you know, unbelievable. 1,111 ATP singles matches played, 734 match wins. This is the 12th most of all time. 27 singles titles and three Davis Cup titles. He's former world number three. And as everyone knows, just a, a standout guy. And, uh, you know, people only of the highest highest praise for for Ferrer the, the guy is an absolute animal out there always a fighter and you know it's going to be sad not to see him out there continuing to to fight on the court but we got a, a nice long run with Ferrer so thank you for your career and uh, we'll, we'll miss you but on to the rest of Madrid I mean it has been an unbelievable couple days of tennis and uh, I, I think so far the best ATP 1000 Masters tournament of the year in the quarterfinals we have Djokovic versus Chilich, Federer versus team Stefano Tsitsipas versus Zverev Vavrinka versus Nadal I mean I think this is the strongest quarterfinal we've seen uh, in a tournament this year and so just to talk about how these guys got here so far. You know, looking at Djokovic, he takes down Fritz and then Chardy. You know, pretty easy uh, two matches for him. Looking at Chilich, not as easy uh, for him. He he has three three setters going into this match, and you know, Chilich takes down Klezon in the first seven six in the third. In the second round, he takes down Struff six four in the third, and then he takes out a you know pretty. On point, Laszlo Jir, six uh, two in the third in this match. I mean, Jir's had a pretty good season so far. You know, he he makes it to the semifinals of Sao Paulo. He wins Rio, beating FAA in the final. Uh, you know, and has just had some you know good results so far. He makes the semifinals of, of Budapest as well. So a guy who's been playing well. So it's you know a good win for for Chilich. and then of course Roger Federer. The guy has just been playing fantastic you know I, I can't even believe that this match won three sets with Monfils uh, and, and I'll get into that in a little bit Dominic team uh, takes out Fognini in this in the third round and 
you know, also playing some some really good tennis. Fonini, who just took a title in Monte Carlo. He obviously playing some really good tennis, so a, a really nice win there for team. Who, and I think that might be the matchup to watch uh, for tomorrow. Yeah, God, I can't even say that. Fetter team, obviously a great match, but Cici Pasverev, you know, next round, and and these guys have a little bit of beef uh, with each other. There, there was a, you know, an interview where Zverev, I think this was after. Uh, one of the one of the ATP uh, Masters tournaments might have been last year in in Canada in Toronto. Uh, there there was an interview and you know Zverev was like, yeah, I played like trash and I think Tsitsipas did too. And um, you know, Tsitsipas was asked about it afterwards and you know if they, they it seems like there's a, a potentially little beef there, which makes sense. Look, I mean these these guys are you know two of the better next gen guys and the ones who've had the most success. So I, I think it. You know, makes sense that these two would have a little beef, and I'm okay with that. I I, I like a little bit of that uh, tension between the two. That it it's pretty rare that we get that today on the tour, so that makes it kind of fun. Uh, but looking at the last quarterfinal, that's Stan Wawrinka versus Rafa, and you know Vavrinka who had some good wins you know, against Bear, against Peya, and then just took down Nishikori, uh, and then Nadal with two pretty tough. Uh, you know, matches before this against FAA and Tiafo. I mean, at times looked like he was going to lose games and then came back. And I mean, the guy is just, you're, you have to do a lot to beat Nadal on the clay, of course, as we know. Uh, and so, you know, watching him take down FAA and, and Tiafo and straights the way he did is just, it's impressive. Uh, but a little fun fact for you all here. Uh, this is the first time since 2009 that seven of the eight quarter finalists uh, have an ATP 1000 title. Uh, so the only person that does not have a title in this quarterfinal list uh, is Tsitsipas. The, the rest of them all have one Masters 1000 title. So kind of kind of cool. The last time that happened, as I said, was in 2009 in Montreal uh, and a pretty funny list to, to look at. Davidenko, Djokovic, Federer, Murray, Nadal. I mean, those aren't necessarily surprising. But then Roddick and Sanga, uh, those were the seven quarterfinalists that did have uh, ATP Masters titles at the time. And Delpo was the one guy who did not have the uh, Masters 1000 title in that quarterfinal grouping. So just crazy to see, you know, 10 years later uh, who who the group is that, you know, is is – other ones with success. Uh, but let's take a second and really quickly go through some of uh, the, the exciting matches from yesterday. I think we have to start with Federer Monfils. I mean, this match was so entertaining. Federer almost losing this one uh, had, you know, there were two, Monfils had two match points against him in, in this match. And, you know, Federer just played some ballsy tennis and, Played a really fantastic tiebreaker as well. You know, looking at the statistics, uh, a lot of breakpoint opportunities for Federer. He had 13 against Monfils, converted eight of them. And Monfils had quite a few too. You know, he had eight eight breakpoints and converted five of them. But first serve percentage, Federer serving really well, 76%. You know, Monfils not too shabby himself, 68%. I mean, this was a tight match. Uh, super fun to watch. Federer in that first set, I mean, it, the ball was on a string. It, it's the most ridiculous thing ever to see Federer do what he does on 
on the court sometimes. And uh, it, to take out Monfils 6-0 in a set uh, when Monfils has been playing some amazing tennis is just, it's out of this world. Um, so that, you know, an amazing match. And he's taken on Dominic team in the next round. And, you know, team is one of the few people that has a winning record uh, against Roger Federer. And, uh, you know, it's going to be tough. I think the last time that they played, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, well, they, they played at Indian Wells and, you know, team took him out three, six, six, three, seven, five. Uh, and before that was at the ATP finals and, and Federer, you know, indoors, uh, it's a whole, a whole nother world and, and took him out two and three. And so, you know, on the, it, you know, team took him out in on the hard court and trying to, you know, find a way to take team out on the clay and in the form that he's in is going to be tough for Federer. He's going to have to bring in those drop shots the way that he's been playing them. And, or, you know, of course with the high altitude, the ball is moving a little bit faster, which is to Federer's advantage, but he's going to have to, to mix it up to win this match. But looking at the the next gen matchup, which is my probably my second favorite matchup of tomorrow, Tsitsipas versus Zverev. This is going to be interesting. You know, Zverev had a tough match against Hercotch, and, and Zverev's been really off recently. Um, you know, kind of weirdly gets broken a lot and comes back and has to break back and uh, has had some bad results recently. I mean, loses to. Jari in the first round of Barcelona uh, loses to Christian Guerin and Munich in the quarters before that loses to Fodinini in, Mo- in Monte Carlo in the second round loses to Munar in the second round and Marrakech loses to Ferrer in the first round of Miami second round Indian Wells Struff I mean has really really struggled uh, you know most of this year and so automatically you know kind of looking at Tsitsipas as the favorite in this match. Uh, and, and weirdly, I, I did not pull up the uh, Bovada lines for uh, you know this the next day's worth of matches, which is uh, ridiculous. So now, you know, looking at it now, uh, yeah, Tsitsipas is the favorite. He at minus 140, Zverev plus 110. I, I think that makes sense. I think it's hard to, you know, see Zverev coming out of this match on top, you know, the, the two of them are, uh, you know, one and one against each other. The last time they played was, uh, as I said, in, in that ATP Masters 1000 in Canada uh, when, you know, Zverev talked about how she played. And uh, so, uh, you know, the guys have a little bit of beef with each other, and I think it'll be fun to to watch that. And uh, I have a feeling Tsitsipas might take this one in straights. Don't call, don't call me out on that, but... It's possible. Looking at the other two quarterfinals, Vavrinka versus Nadal. I mean, the record does not pose well for Vavrinka, who has three wins versus Nadal's seventeen. The last five matches that they've played, excuse me, four matches that they've played, have all gone to Nadal, and they also the last time they played was in Canada, uh, and Nadal won that match seven five seven six. So. You know, Vavrinka, who's still kind of getting his bearings and getting back into the swing of things, I think it's going to be, you know, really tough to take out Nadal on on the clay. He's, he's just playing too well, simply playing too well. I mean, Nadal's minus 375, Vavrinka plus 285. I don't think that's a bet that you can take, unfortunately. So uh, my, my money there is on Nadal. Uh, looking at the other two 
quarterfinals here. Djokovic versus Chilich. Again, not a record that you want to look at as, as far as you know giving Chilich any hope here. Chilich only has two wins against Djokovic to Djokovic having 17 on Chilich. The last three times they've played have all gone to Djokovic and uh, the, the last two, two matches were in the ATP finals last year uh, and at Paris last year and Djokovic won uh, in three sets in Paris and in two sets at the ATP finals. So, you know, again, Chilich also has had some kind of rocky results uh, in, in the last few weeks here. You know, he, he had a first-round loss in Budapest to Cuevas, a first-round loss in Monte Carlo to Pea, first-round loss in Miami to Rublev, a second-round loss to Chapo in the Indian Wells, before that in Dubai to Monfils. Uh, you know, had a, a solid Australian Open run, but since Australia has, has really struggled, uh, so I, I don't see this one even being close, and uh, I, neither does Bovada because they've got Chilich at plus 450 and Djokovic at minus 650, so... Uh, Again, not not a match that you'd expect much of, but those are our quarterfinals. Uh, it, you know, going to be really really fun tennis to watch and high quality tennis. Like I said, I think probably some of the best tennis uh, that we will have seen you know to date. And uh, you're you're definitely making a mistake if you're not tuning in for these matches. But uh, it's been a long day for for me as well, so I'm gonna sign off here but of course can't do that without thanking my super producers maxwell fleener and daniel westhoff who as always have a job to do you guys are awesome i appreciate you very much uh but for the rest of the team the rest of the cracked racket squad and for myself max rothman i am your host and we always say that's a break and we'll see you all next week thanks everyone 